episode of But What Do I Know? I am your host, Kevin Beckvar. Uh, I'm going to be flying this episode solo today. Sorry I haven't posted in any, you know, podcast in over a week. I've been freaking ridiculously slammed at the shop and just life in general. I had a newborn and just a lot. Three kids, extracurricular activities, tattooing full-time, you know. Just uh, got to figure out this time management shit. Which I think uh, in a couple of episodes I'll have my buddy Chris Fifty One, and he's gonna he's pretty damn good at time management. So uh, I'm gonna have him just kind of talk a little bit more about that, go into a little depth. But uh, today I'm gonna talk about something I hold dear to my heart. Um, maybe some of you guys may not see this in me, but uh, this episode is gonna be about humility. Uh, humbling yourself as a tattooer and just basically as a human being. Um, some people might take me as arrogant and uh, just because I, you know, I talk a lot of shit. I just, I tell it like it is. I tell how I feel and some people just don't like that. So they can suck it. But um, yeah, so about humility in general, like, uh, you know, a little bit about me. I freaking started off a long time ago. I was fucking terrible at tattooing for so long no one wanted to teach you know now everything's at everyone's fingertips and everyone wants to teach and uh, people that probably even shouldn't be teaching but um really there's no excuse for people just not to become good almost right away you know get their technical application down and just make sure you're an artist at first but uh but anywho I freaking sucked forever Finally, I was like, man, if I'm really going to make this my full-time job, you know, and I, you know, had my son, you know, on the way, so this is about 10 years ago, so about five years of shit tattoos, and then five years into it, I decided, you know, take some seminars, just really get in with a local tattoo artist, uh, you know, that I looked up to, I started locally, um, I worked with this dude, Brian Saldano, and, you know, I was close to Pooch at that, you know, point, and kind of did my first convention with them, and, uh, it was, it was humbling, to say the least, um, also, I had this local artist who just, him and his wife were talking mad shit about me when I opened my shop, this was probably, like, eight years ago, my first shop, and, uh, pretty much being, like, this scratcher shouldn't own a shop, blah, blah, and they were not wrong, you know, they definitely were not wrong, but, uh, it pissed me off enough to be like, ah, oh, fucking show them, no, I'll fucking show them, so I just, like, worked my ass off, basically, and just tried to get better, you know, still, just, I, I could never find my niche, really, like, uh, it seemed like one day I want to do realism, one day I want to do, like, traditional, neo-traditional, try new school, I wanted to just fucking kind of dabble with everything, and, uh, you know, it was a blessing in disguise, because, you know, I don't have to turn much down in the shop anymore, you know, I'm not going to say I'm the master of any of those styles, but I'm, you know, I'll give you a solid tattoo, regardless, and, uh, I think because I just freaking, I tried, I just studied so many styles, and I was super into so many styles, so it was just, uh, you know, as soon as you think you, you got it, there's just that next person that has it ten times better, and, uh, I think that's what I liked about tattooing in general, like, you compete with yourself so much, but there's so much healthy competition out there that it's just like, 
humble, you know, I'll post on Instagram, for example, like, you know, I'll be like, you know, of course I'll critique the hell out of my piece, because I know, it took me six, seven hours, I know what, you know, what I did wrong in the piece, and so I'm just picking that apart, but figuring no one else will notice, so I post it, and I'm like, you know, pretty confident about the piece, and then I'll just be scrolling through my feeds, and seeing some of these, you know, in the UK, Australia, you know, even out here in the United States, just these phenomenal tattoo artists that make shit on skin possible that even this far into this game, I still don't know, like, how the fuck are they pulling that off? I'm using the same tools, you know, like, but they just got that extra art, you know, background to them also, which helps, and, uh, it's uh, it's definitely just Instagram, Facebook alone is a humbling experience. Always, always do your research every every night. You know, spend an hour if you can. Part of the time management thing, but uh, spend an hour if you can. Just looking at all the phenomenal tattoos that were just posted that fucking day. Not even like, ah, oh, this was done a year ago. This is dope. Every day, you can see over a you know a hundred posts of just unbelievable tattoos it's it's freaking ridiculous you know and then i'll see this new style and i'll be like oh man that's dope how'd they come up with that shit you know when you think there's no more ideas out there there's just someone pulls one out of their ass and just fucking kills it but um but back to conventions and everything like i a lot of you know artists these days they don't like doing them you know they're just you know, it goes along with the comfortability thing, you know, I'm comfortable where I am in my little area, tattooing my walk-in tattoos, and all that shit, and they don't really take the chance to see the actual tattooing, what it is, you know, you know, back in the day, there was, you, you know, there's tattoo conventions and stuff, definitely, but, uh, they've tripled, okay, more than that, ten times more tattoo conventions, you know, five in the same weekend type of thing it's just crazy it's worldwide as tattoo artists you know you know besides like if you have a criminal record and can't leave the fucking country you're in like we can go anywhere in the world and make money we can go on a vacation and make money so i encourage you to do that like go guest spot in other shops do conventions overseas conventions here in the united states you will meet the top-notch artists it's unbelievably i've never met a you know someone will go to a convention, so, you know, first, third, whatever, you know, they haven't done many, and you ask them, even if they didn't do any friggin' tattoos or nothing, like, oh, how was it, how was the convention, they're like, ah, oh, humbling, like, hum, you know, because that's all, that's what you need, sometimes as an artist, you need that setback to be like, alright, I need to slow down, I need to figure this shit out, because these people are just fucking taking it to the next notch, you know, so, um, conventions and guest spotting is super good it's just good to be around solid artists this you always push yourself harder if you're in a shit shop you're surrounded by you know nothing but doo-doo butter artists and like i'll say it it's fucking a lot out here you know and uh you're, you're just comfortable there it's almost like a lot of people want to be the best in their shop instead of like being in a shop full of dopeness you know like where you could learn every day something new off another artist it's uh but people like, you know, they're stuck. They don't have to pay much, have a good deal there, all that shit, and they don't go anywhere in their career. Nine times out of ten, they're going to sit there and they're going to rot and lose times with what the fuck tattoos are becoming. So definitely, guest spot, conventions, get out of your comfort zone 
100% all the time. You know, always got to leave your comfort zone and go to that next level. You know, there's free seminars online. There's you can go to a convention, spend a hundred bucks, hundred and fifty bucks, and go freaking do one of the seminars there, and uh, you'll learn a shit ton. Some you may not learn anything. I don't know, but uh, just surround yourself. Don't be afraid to ask questions, and uh, just know that like, no matter where you're at in your career and how confident you are in it, there's always better. So I always say, like, no, you'll never be the best, but aim to be the best. I mean, you should always aim for the top. Um, and criticism is a huge thing, you know. Humble yourself enough to be like, you know, post on a tattoo critique page or something. Take the criticism. Some people will just be dicks on those pages for no reason. They'll fucking all, uh, Chris Nunez that shit and, uh, you know, there's dicks, but... For the most part, you know, criticism from your peers and stuff, like, uh, and tell them, no, I want you to be 100% honest with me. What do you think about this piece? How could this piece be better? Even if, like, say you're a traditional artist or you're a full realism artist, if someone has a tip that you think, hey, this could be a better healed tattoo, this could be better for the longevity of it, uh, take the advice. I mean, I've been trying, you know, photorealism for a while, and uh, over time I realized, hey, Lines do matter in certain spots, unless you have a fuck ton of black, you know, which how, who knows how I'll look in 20 years, you know, but, uh, I don't know, it seems like everything since I've started just applying more line work to my realism pieces, I pretty much just don't follow the fucking rules, for one, like, realism artists will be like, no, nope, too many lines, like, well, it's a solid-ass tattoo, it's a solid-ass tattoo, uh, just because I'm not going for that exact style, make, a, you know, make up your own rules, traditional, add fucking highlights there here and there add your own shit like stop following so many fucking rules in this industry it's like so many people and those are the people that are so hateful towards other styles because they're like nope this it this way or the highway that's how you do it instead of just being like it's fucking art subjective as long as it's a solid clean ass piece who cares i think that's why i like every style i look at a traditional i don't do traditional but i'll look at it and be like God damn, that is clean as fuck, and uh, that's dope, like, clean tattoo, no matter what style, no one's gonna slam your tattoo ever if it's clean as fuck, that's all that matters, that's why tattoo application and the fundamentals is so damn important, which so many people lack, because they, ne they skip the fundamentals and try to go to a whole different style instead of learning everything tattooing has to offer, I mean, tattooing has so many styles to offer, like, try everyone maybe one you'll you've never thought you would like you'll love and that'll be your money maker in the long run and your passion um i don't regret trying every style that i possibly could you know there's still way more out there i'd like to get my hands into but yeah just that'll help you with your tech you know your application and everything because when you learn to put a crisp line in and saturate the hell out of a piece and have smooth blends or peppered blends if you want fuck you could do any style out there as long as you your brain you know will allow you to draw that style but um i don't know i'm just going on with a bunch of shit right now i don't even really know what i'm talking about <laughs> killing it um so critique your work harder than anyone else would first off before you post it just know every shit piece that is in it in case someone does critique it you'd be like yeah no you ain't wrong you know it's better when you critique it, then you, you don't get butt hurt every time someone else does. Take the goddamn criticism. It's only gonna help you.
Um, I'd like to talk a little bit more right now about the difference between arrogance and confidence. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of subjective, too. But, uh, you know, being arrogant is just being a prick, you know. Being confident is knowing you have the ability and you do solid tattoos, but you're still nice about it. You're still nice to other artists. You don't treat everyone like they're under you and uh, all that jazz. So arrogance will pretty much turn a lot of people against you. Uh, confidence will help you in your career. Like I said, be humble. Know you're not the best, but be confident that I got this fucking piece. I got this. Don't second guess your shit. Lately, I haven't been doing too many color references on my stuff just so I could just fucking do it on the whim, figure it out as I'm going, and just be confident with it. And, uh, I don't know, it's just helping me. Help me more as an artist also, so. Um, or do, like, uh, when you're drawing, do a ten-minute, five, five or ten-minute challenge I like to do on on the iPad because I'm with the fucking times, you dinosaurs. Get with the shit. But, yeah, I'll just five, ten-minute time myself, see what I can come up with just on... You know, on a whim, just pretty much try to draw something. Usually it's fucking roses because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But uh, something. Do that. Try to do that. You know, if you have five to ten minutes free of the day, just like five, five minute drawing, see what I can come up with. And uh, you'll be surprised on what you can come up with. Even if it's a mess, later on you're going to clean that shit up and make for a dope tattoo or a good piece of art. Uh, so push yourself artistically when you have free time. That's going to help, and uh, I know it's stressful because all we do is fucking draw all day, but uh, there's still more time, you know, in the day to figure something out. You're never going to get to where you want to be, the top or anything, if you don't push yourself to be like you are on the top, because you have to every day, you know. I'm fucking lazy on it with the family and everything, and... You know, just so much tattooing, drawing for my tattoos. Sometimes I don't get enough time to draw for myself. And uh, I think a lot of people get lost in the Pinterest tattoos and the fucking, the walk-in tattoos that they forget to draw for themselves. And that's what's going to get you to that next level. You'll Once you can draw for yourself and you figure out what style you draw best, you're going to be able to tattoo that style best. So push yourself for that. Um, I'm just like mumbling over here pretty much. Uh... Let, let, let me see, uh, take extra art classes, you know, if you got the money to go take an art class in college or something like that, like I said, seminars actually are great for that, because it's just a one-time fee, you know, sometimes you'll even do a painting in that seminar, you'll tattoo a pound of flesh with, after, you know, you learn some cool trickety tricks, uh, yeah, pretty much that, I mean, I've only <laughs> I've only been recording for fucking 15 minutes on the dot, and I feel like I've been going for a half an hour over here. It's weird to host this thing and only do it by yourself. I kind of feel like an L7 a weenie right now, but um, I, I should have a host tomorrow, or a guest tomorrow, so I'll be able to put that in for the next episode. I do have people hitting me up that want to talk on it. It's To be honest, it's the fucking scheduling of it, you know, to just... Two people, two tattoo artists, busy tattoo artists on the freaking, trying to be on the same schedule, no matter if it's a three-hour gap, fucking seven-hour gap, it doesn't matter, it's just uh, so hard to plan this shit out, plus I'm not that organized when it comes to this, I've been busy, I kind of put this on the back burner, and I've had people hit me up, be like, yo dude, you gonna do another freaking episode? 
and then I ignore them. Fuck yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I hit them up and just tell them, yeah, one on the way. So if you hear one on the way, in my mind, I'm probably like, fuck, I need to get this thing going. So, just so you, just so you know. <clears throat> um, what else should I talk about today, really? It's been a good episode so far, I feel. Uh, 16 minutes in, and I'm lost in the sauce right now, but, uh, um, conventions, con I've got a Comic-Con coming up, that's pretty dope, I got, um, the Walker Stalker Fan Fest Heroes and Villains mashup convention, uh, in the weekend before Halloween, so that's going to be a blasty blast, that's actually the biggest Walker Stalker one besides London, because they film all The Walking Dead right there, like, on the outskirts of Atlanta and shit like that, so... That's going to be a dope one. Uh, I have Headbangers Con coming up. Um, Veterans Day weekend in November. That's out in Oregon, in Portland, Oregon. My uh, One of my best friends, Chris51, is putting it on. Some great guests for some dope metal bands, bros. So go check that shit out if you're around that area. It's uh, the first one, first annual one. I feel good things about it. And, um, yeah, there's some... We'll be tattooing there. I don't know how many of us, maybe 10, 15 of us, maybe. Maybe not even that much. Maybe 10. And um, that would be good. What else do I got? I'm trying to hit up Maine. So if any of my Maine buddies are listening, Mark Richards, Marky Two Dicks, I'm going to be out there. Hopefully October also. Maybe only for like a week, which really sucks because I have a lot of tattoos to do in that amount of time. So... I'll be working like 100 hours that week, and I'm going to get sick or something, because I always do when I work that much, because I'm a little bitch. Uh, let's see, what are the travel dates do I have? San Jose, first weekend of December. That's going to be good. That's a Walker Stalker or Fan Fest, so that's going to be good. Um, that'll be a year, I think? No, no. Is it a year? A year since I tattooed John Bernthal in San Jose last year. And uh, probably do it again. We talked about doing some more pieces. Maybe uh, me and Chris will tattoo him again. Um, that was a fucking humbling experience in general. So that was pretty crazy. Uh, oh, another thing. Here we talk about humbling. Uh, go get tattooed by your freaking favorite artist. That's the best thing you can do. You, know, you always learn something off of them and... Uh, just see how they work, and if they're super rad, down-to-earth people, that's dope. So, some of my favorite artists are super humble. They, yeah, they're chill. I think it I also feel like you get to this point where, like, you're so good and popular booked out that you're like, I don't need to be a dick. Like, I'm, I got it made, you know? I fucking draw pictures on people. I'm really not that big of a deal, you know? I draw pictures on the, I, I color, you know? Oh, another thing. Here we go. Big thing on this subject right now. A lot of people complaining about copying and all that stuff. I know people blatantly copy tattoos, and that sucks, you know. But, um, uh, where was I going with this? Um, oh, at the end of the day, people that talk about custom tattoos, dude, we fucking trace. You know, 85% of us just trace anything. You do realism, you make your stencil from the realistic image. You trace, obviously the shading is the magic and all that, but, um, you know, you do fuck cartoon characters, like I had a cat dog piece and a reptile piece, yeah, I blatantly just fucking trace those characters and then put it in my own little layout, but, 
You know, people need to stop getting you know, get out of your heads. Be like, dude, I trace. It is what it is. You know, not a lot of people are drawing. That's why I encourage the five to ten minute drawing. Draw for yourself. Um, but like I said with Marky Tudix last episode, like. I don't know, one out of every freaking ten tattoos, maybe, that I draw from scratch, because usually it's either realism or, you know, something along those lines, and, uh, or I'll just take a realistic image, and I'll just throw some bold lines in, make it a little more, I don't know, Neo or something. At the end of the day, I, I have a fucking iPad. If you have an iPad and you claim you don't trace, you're a goddamn liar. Why do you have the iPad then, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, some people do draw scratch from there. I'm just kidding, by the way. So, if I offended any of you guys, uh, whatever. If I, I, then I offended you. But, um, pictures is another thing I want to talk about. Over-editing pictures. I understand that's going to get a client in the door, and I guess that's a marketing tool, but too many pictures. I've, I've walked along tattoo conventions, you know, tattooing next to people, and I'll see these tattoos, and then I'll be like, oh, that's dope you know but then i'll see the picture they post and i'm like yeah, that's not what i was looking at that's still dope but that's not at all what i was looking at you over edited the shit out of that so stop dudes stop like why i understand maybe that's why the marketing tool of it but jeez um crow i used to use those fucking little click camera disposable cameras to take all my tattoo pictures back in the day gosh dang i still got a few of those and i tell you what there ain't no editing tool in the world to make them things look good so yeah there's that but um stop over editing your shit people it's just false advertisement like own that you did a dope tattoo don't make it look fake like it's insane uh yeah so stop doing that shit dudes and girls um, by the way, when I say dudes a lot, sometimes I'm talking ladies too, you know, they could be dudes, like, I don't know how, where I'm going with this, but whatever. Uh, I'm saying um a lot in this episode, so I'll probably cut this episode short, and, um, the bigger one will be up probably a couple more days, and push yourself, people, please, like, we all need to push ourselves. We're never going to get better being comfortable. We need to push ourselves to that next level. So don't stay comfortable. Move to a shop and surround yourself with dope artists that are in that shop. Don't stick with walk-in crap shops. Unless they're walk-in dope shops, then stick with that, I guess. But you have to move on in your career. Those are the beginning shops. Those are for the beginning people. If you want to move to that next level, just go to a more solid shop. Then to the next level after that, you know, you can maybe rent a booth and you do a private studio or something like that. And eventually own your own shop, which there's too many of those. So good luck with that. But yeah. And by the way, I am in Temecula. I'm always looking if people want to travel, guest spot at the shop. Um, I have a guest spot booth, but just anyone you know more than welcome i like i like to hang out with artists i like to uh talk geek talk so there'll be a lot of movie talk if you could beat me of uh six degrees of kevin bacon then i don't know i'll give you like a fucking dope firm high five i'll give you like a fucking predator one carl weathers and goddamn arnold schwarzenegger 
manly handshake if you can beat me. And that shit, that shit's tight. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, big news, everyone. This has nothing to do with tattooing. Well, it kind of does. Kind of does. Um, I was tattooing this dude. So, yes, it was about tattooing, I guess. And I did Predator from Predator 2 on him. And he builds suits and all that, like Predator suits. And he has a fucking insane Predator collection in general. From figures to just everything. Props and all that. And Star Wars props. But he... He's saying, would you ever consider trading any tattoos for the suit? You know, a full life-size Predator, wearable, movie-accurate, dope-ass freaking suit. And, of course, I said, yeah, well, what's it going to take? I mean, they're expensive. He sells them for, like, seven, eight grand or something like that. So, so I offered to be like, all right, he was getting black and gray anyway. I was like, I'll give you two sleeves for that shit. And um, so... I got the Predator suit. It's in the shop. Dope. Go check it out on my uh, Instagram at Kevin Beckvar, B-E-C-V-A-R. It's legit. I'm still waiting for a little bit of the chest armor in the backpack to put the gun over the, over the shoulder. Um, but I have all that. That's just, just getting painted. Uh, but yeah, the agreement was I'll do a full Predator, black and gray sleeve, and the other sleeve, full Aliens. <laughs> Winning! Tell you what... I can do dope tattoos, and I have a legit as hell predator suit. It's I haven't put it on yet. It's just been like kind of sitting there, but um, I am pretty excited. It's about to pack on 70, 80 more pounds, and I'm going to be possibly the shortest, most non-intimidating predator you'll ever see, but it does adjust to my size, little size, so... Yeah, Predator Hobbit, man. I'm fucking killing it. Yeah, so humble yourself, even though I said I'm fucking killing it. But <laughs> Contradicting. But yes, check out the suit. Super rad. Stoked about that. That was I got that last Friday, and I just look at it every day. It has, like, authentic skulls all over it. And geeked out right now. I can't even freaking handle it. So there's that. So I'm going to try to wear it to the Predator premiere next Thursday. Pretty stoked about that. The movie looks pretty brutal. As long as they take out the music they had in the last trailer, it's going to be brutal. And there it is. This podcast just became about movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, Venom looks like shit. Uh, I say this because these movies have a lot to do with tattooing because we do movie portraits and stuff like that. And... I'm just trying to come up with excuses to talk about Predator, but yeah. Anywho, guest artists, come. You can fucking chill with Predator and life-size Han Solo and Carbonite in the shop. And it's never a dull moment in there. We get into pretty, the weirdest debates ever while tattooing. Uh, like, you know, if you could pick a human or like would ever, would you ever, would you ever try human meat if it was served correctly and all that cooked and all that that was one of the debates we just had today and many other times so that was uh that happens in there so don't easily be offended because that you probably won't get along very well with us because um crazy shit comes out of our mouths between me jeremy and paul so yeah so i will warn you if you ever do that but hey like i said never a dull moment there 
Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, when I'm in Portland, I will be guest spotting at the first ever Geek Strength Legends tattoo shop, and that's pretty rad. My buddy Jer Jerry uh, Patton Jr., he's running it, and it's super dope. Jerry is freaking dope. One of the nicest human beings ever, and uh, I love him. His wife's awesome. Uh, Chris has his hand in this, Chris51, and... I tell you what, it, I'm, I'm, I'm happy and proud for them. This is super cool. Uh, if anyone deserves it, Jerry would be the one. He's a stellar artist and just, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him. Place is dope. They're running it right. So another good shop in Portland to check out. I don't even think it's actually in Portland. It might be closer to not Portland. So I don't know what town it's in, but pretty much 15 minutes outside Portland, Oregon, next to the convention center area. Which So it's like... You take a left past 47 dispensaries and you should get it, you know, get to the shop. So, not a bad cruise, really. Uh, yep, so I'm excited to go back to work and it hasn't been, it's been a while. And I would like you guys to message me sometime, talk about, you know, if you want me to talk, bitch, complain, fucking about anything that you feel is a cool subject in tattooing. Um, I just really like when... I like the messages I've been getting. To be honest, I haven't had really any hate mail, so if you want to send me some hate mail, that's tight too. That shit's funny. I might even read it on here, because that'd be cool. Um, talk about your most interesting... That's what you should do. Message me and talk about your most interesting experience in tattooing. Weirdest maybe tattoo you've done, or maybe something that happened weird this week in the shop. Just something fucking crazy. I'd like to read some experiences from you people and... Uh, yeah, kind of just put it put it on the podcast because that shit's fun to hear. You get together with buddies and stuff like that you haven't seen in a while. Tattoo artists and like at a convention or something and you're like, oh, bro, I have to tell you this. And you hear some of the funniest stories. Jeez, the amount of crackheads that show up in the shops and or fucking some, something an artist did that was just unbelievably ridiculous. Maybe a prank you did on your apprentice or like... I don't know, some, so much funny shit. It's, being in a tattoo shop is crazy sometimes. Some of the stuff we see or in here is just... I mean, we're basically counselors that don't get paid for the therapy part, but uh, people tell us their whole life story within 20 minutes sometimes, and you're like, holy shit, that escalated quickly. Or the big, yeah, 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 last time I got this tattoo, uh, my tattoo artist gave me meth, and uh, instead of helping the pains, so I smoked some meth, and I got hooked on it. But I've been good, you know, I got away from that stuff. And then, like, 15 minutes into the tattoo, like, well, like, I, you know, I smoked a little meth this morning. But, I mean, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, those throw it on you, too. Like, in the middle of a fucking crisp-ass fucking three-tight liner. Yeah, you know, I might be high on meth right now. You know, I'm not gonna lie. Like, what the shit just happened? So, get a little fucking squiggly-squiggly-doo on that one. But yeah, I'm trying to think of some other ones. There's just some... Gr oh, man. Some girl kept telling Mark at Hemet to... Nah, nah, just put your thumb in my butt. <laughs> she was funny. She almost flipped a table over, too. Oh, she did flip it into Nick, who was tattooing. <laughs> Shit was wild. But that's Hemet, California, everyone. That is a crazy place. But James Mullen has that fucking town on lockdown for tattoos, so... Anything within a fucking 30-mile radius, 40-mile radius, there's nothing compared to his shop. So it's like, 
there's a reason why he doesn't leave that place. He's been there since like fucking 1964 or something like that. But but um trying to think what else uh always support other artists buying their prints and stuff like that. Like that's always a great thing. You're always helping buddies out and fellow artists like find a piece of art, you know, buy it off of them. Hang that shit in your shop or in your house and stuff. It's always inspiring to look at all your favorite artist's art on your wall. When you look at it every day and you're like, fuck, that is tight. I need to freaking get to that next level. Level up, bitches. Um, yeah, a lot of soft-ass people in this industry. It's funny. But at the end of the day, the tough ones will always survive. So there's that. Uh, always, like poop before you tattoo don't be like i kind of have to shit but i'll wait until i'm done with the tattoo because that doesn't work um um try not to get drunk and then tattoo that's pretty common sense you know smoke weed every day you could do that but um trying to think uh Always when you're at a convention, especially busy, busy ones, uh, locate the bathroom and where the bathroom and the concession is first thing you should do and then find, you know, where it is adjacent to your booth so you can freaking always know where that is. Don't be hunting. Don't be that fucker that's hunting for a bathroom that's going to take you a 45 minute tattoo break that should have took five minutes because I made that mistake is all I'm saying. And plus... We try to get the booths, you know, at the Comic-Cons closest to the bathroom because you get any of us geeks fucking wandering around at Comic-Con, we come back with a fucking, our weekend's worth of money just freaking spent on toys and comic books and shit, so that's also another thing you gotta, you run into. And just, dude, com Comic-Cons are insane because everyone's in a huge-ass freaking suit and stuff, and it's just hard to get by, people stopping for pictures, it's just, it's a great experience, it is, but fucking locate the bathroom and the food, because that's very important. Oh, and the exits. Know your exits, because in case you need to go smoke or something like that, and an exit plan, someone might come in with a samurai sword or something in one of those cosplays. <laughs> you don't want that shit to happen. So, find your exits. Um, poop before the tattoo, pee before the tattoo. Um... If your client's sick, don't fucking tattoo him. Don't get yourself sick. If you're sick, don't tattoo your client. Uh, don't, uh, like, poop before your tattoo. I must say that again. I'm telling you, I had a pretty rough week on that. I'm sure you don't want to hear about it, but jeez, I'm a girl. Shit just went through me this week. Maybe I'm drinking too much coffee. That's another thing. Try not to drink too much coffee before a tattoo. Shaky Lines McGee over here, but... Um... Uh, um, yeah, I think that's really it, guys. I'm I'm just mumbling along. I kind of just wanted to put something out there for a podcast this week. So I kind of hope you enjoyed my nonsense this week. I hope it was informative for those first 14 minutes. And the rest of it is even longer with a lot of nonsense. Uh, go see Predator next week. Come guest spot in Temecula if you're ever around. Or if you want to fucking just chill. Pretty chill spot. Uh, yeah. It all comes down to humble yourselves. Everyone must stay humble. Know your confidence. You know, 
levels. Just stay confident, but, you know, keep yourself away from the full arrogance, like, you know, you could be like, no, maybe you're the best in the town area, like, but no, you're not the best in the world. And if you're just trying to be the best in your town, that sucks. Push yourself harder. Um, let's, um, do you believe in aliens? Comment on that or something, because I want to know people believe aliens have walked among us, put us here. I don't know. Do you think they invented tattooing? Like, maybe pornography? I don't know. All kinds of shit you could quit. You could ask about aliens. Did they build the pyramids? Did they build technology? And uh, do they poop before they're tattooed? Do they poop? Eh? Eh? So, uh, I want to know your, your answers to those, your opinions. So, thanks for tuning in, everyone. But, uh, but what do I know? Like, literally on this one, what the fuck do I know? This whole episode was crazy. So, hope you enjoyed. Um, people push yourself, please. I can't fucking stress that enough. Stop settling for mediocrity, if that's even a word. And get to the next level. And if you're fucking 10, 15 years in and you can't throw a straight line in, maybe just pass a torch on, man. Maybe figure it out, something else out. Within the tattoo industry, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, I call it industry. Someone, someone was upset at that word the other day, but I don't know what else to call it anymore. All I know is Sailor Jerry would be rolling in his grave right now if he knew what this industry has become. A billion dollar industry, which I don't know, I don't know why I'm hating on that, but I am so suck it. Later on, um... I'm going to talk about some crazy shit next episode, so I hope you guys are prepared for that. And, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, I hope this was delightful for you, and I'm going to go eat a bowl of ice cream and watch a movie and draw for a Predator piece tomorrow. So, I'll be posting that if you guys want to go check it out, talk shit on it. I don't give a fuck. Do whatever you want, guys. Peace!